This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another episode of the Did He Really Just Say That podcast, The Word of the Lord. It's war. War in the Democratic Party. We'll talk about that war in just a minute. But first, by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike has done it again by introducing his new my slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop the slippers. He's designed them to wear indoors and outdoors all day long, and I do both. He's made them with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they are made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. So go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code Jeff. You will also get deep discounts on all My Pillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the My Pillow mattress topper, and My Pillow towel sets. Or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code Jeff. Now, here's the headline over there on the Fox News site. Squad Dem Cory Bush to Joe Manchin. Fall in line or get out of our way. The story says this of Congresswoman Bush, a Democrat from Missouri, and her colleagues in the far-left so-called squad in the House Democratic Caucus. Quote, the progressive squad is lashing out at Senator Joe Manchin after the West Virginia Democrat announced his opposition to Congressional Democrats' highest priority piece of legislation, known as the For the People Act. Manchin said Sunday he won't support the sweeping election overhaul reform because it's too partisan and would further divide the country, earning the wrath of the most liberal members of Congress. Representative Jamal Bowman, Democrat of New York, called Manchin, quote, the new Mitch McConnell, unquote. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Democrat of New York, accused the moderate senator of backing GOP, quote, voter suppression, unquote. And a third New York Democrat, Representative Mondaire Jones, said Manchin is trying to, quote, preserve Jim Crow, unquote. Missouri Representative Cory Bush, a Black Lives Matter activist before entering Congress this year, said Manchin should just fall in line with the rest of his party or, quote, get out of our way, unquote. Then there's this headline, also on Fox News, on a different subject. AOC calls out Harris for her remarks on immigration, telling migrants do not come, which is what Harris said. This gem reads, quote, New York Democrat Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez called Vice President Kamala Harris's comments on immigration disappointing on Monday after Harris said during a press conference in Guatemala that migrants looking to cross the U.S. border should not come. In a Twitter post, Ocasio-Cortez said coming to the U.S. border seeking asylum is a legal method of arrival. The progressive Democrat also said the U.S. has contributed to destabilization in certain areas of Latin America and, quote, we can't help set someone's house on fire and then blame them for fleeing, unquote. Then there's this tidbit from Yahoo News, the headline, Jane Fonda slams Biden as not bold or fast enough on climate crisis as she joins oil line protest. Yahoo reported this of Fonda. 
Actress and climate activist Jane Fonda has hit out at Joe Biden for not being bold or fast enough to tackle the climate crisis as she joins demonstrations over the Line 3 pipeline. Ms. Fonda's comments come as she continues to speak out against plans for a new pipeline in northern Minnesota, with protesters arguing that plans for the replacement line violate tribal land. During an interview on CNN on Tuesday, Ms. Fonda said that while she was grateful for the steps Mr. Biden had taken to combat the climate crisis, he has not done enough, quote-unquote. He's done a lot of very good things, she said, but not enough, not bold enough, and not fast enough. We're up against time, she said, unquote. All right, so what do we have here? What we have are three seemingly very different issues. First is the proposed so-called election reform. The second is immigration, in particular illegal immigration on the U.S. southern border. And the third is climate change. But while they may appear on the surface to be three different stories, in reality they are in fact the same story. That story would be the internal war against or inside the Democratic Party between so-called centrists like West Virginia Senator Manchin and President Biden and the so-called progressives in the party's far left. That far left would, of course, include the squad members in the House and far-left activists like the famously left-wing Jane Fonda. None of this is particularly new. For those with a historical memory, recall that Ms. Fonda was originally, decades ago, driving the Democratic Party establishment crazy with her anti-Vietnam war activism. This reached a peak of sorts when she infamously went to communist North Vietnam as the war raged and was photographed smiling and laughing as she perched on a North Vietnamese machine gun outpost that was aimed, of course, at taking out American soldiers or planes. This instantly won Fonda the nickname Hanoi Jane. Safe to say, whether it's the Vietnam War or today's climate change activism, Jane Fonda may be older, but she is certainly not any less left. Then there's the squad and the other far-left Democrats targeting West Virginia's Senator Manchin. Let's start with some simple election math, shall we? In 2020, West Virginia gave Donald Trump 68.6% of the vote and Joe Biden 29.7%, which is to say Trump absolutely clobbered Biden by almost 40 points. West Virginia's other U.S. Senator is a Republican, Shelley Moore Capito, and its governor, Jim Justice is a Republican as well. Capito was on the ballot in 2020, and she won with 70.3%. So too was Republican Governor Justice on the ballot. He won 63% to 30%. All of which is to say, Senator Manchin's West Virginia constituents are, to say the least, small-c conservatives, be they Republicans or, like Manchin himself, Democrats. It is safe to say, very safe to say, that Manchin's refusal to hand over West Virginia's authority over its own elections to the progressive likes of those squad members is nothing, if not uh, very accurately, representing West Virginia voters. Remember, too, that the squad and their fellow progressives, like actress Fonda, are anti-fossil fuel and would love to shut down the jobs of all those West Virginia coal miners if they had the chance. There is next to zero chance that the squad is going to bludgeon Senator Manchin into trashing the views of his own constituents, not to mention their livelihoods, something that would almost surely end his Senate career on the spot. Then there is that ever-so-present problem of immigrants flooding the U.S. southern border. 
Thanks to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, the border, which once was on its way to order, is now one mammoth mess. Children are being smuggled across the border en masse and stacked like so many sardines in U.S. government holding facilities. Smugglers of both children and drugs are virtually running the border. Harris, put in charge of border border policy by Biden, has yet to even visit the border after some 70 days in office. She did, however, manage to visit Guatemala, some 1,500 miles south of the U.S.-Mexican border. And while at a press conference there, she finally managed to deliver the only sane message to would-be immigrants. Quote, don't come, she said. Don't come. In a blink, the squad's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was taking Harris, Harris being, I should remind, hardly being a conservative, to task. AOC said it was disappointing to see and tweeted out, quote, First, seeking asylum at any U.S. border is a 100% legal method of arrival. Second, the U.S. spent decades contributing to regime change and destabilization in Latin America. We can't help set someone's house on fire and then blame them for fleeing, unquote. Harris did not respond. But the famously liberal vice president was doubtless quietly seething at being attacked from the left. So, taken together, what are we seeing? As said at the top of the podcast, what we are witnessing is nothing less than the stirrings of a full-blown political war between the supposedly centrist, quote-unquote, Democratic Party establishment and the far-left progressives that include the squad and the likes of Senators Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, not to mention the army of far-left-wing progressive activists as represented by Jane Fonda. This will, in fact, have a serious effect on the Democrats' political fortunes in both 2022 and, yes, 2024. To the extent that President Biden has already caved to the left on, for example, the cancellation of the Keystone XL pipeline, he is sending a message to union workers, for example, that they are expendable, or, in the current vernacular, they should go learn to code. The Democratic Party has, in fact, been here before. Jane Fonda, in fact, was a key player in the anti-war movement that took over the Democratic Party in 1972 by nominating the far-left South Dakota Senator George McGovern. In the November 1972 election against Republican President Richard Nixon, Nixon himself hardly a vastly popular candidate, Nixon was re-elected in a massive 49-state landslide that devastated McGovern and his band of squad-like activists. Watching the attacks from the left on Senator Joe Manchin, not to mention the leftist attacks on Vice President Harris and President Biden over immigration and climate change, there is every reason to believe the Democrats' internal war against itself will have serious consequences. This is Jeffrey Lord. Thanks for listening, and please stop by my website, thejeffreylord.com, and I'll see you next time.